Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Christ's First Royal Presentation. Christ's First Royal Presentation. The Bible consists of two parts, the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament is largely prophetic, predicting the future coming of a special deliverer, commonly known as the Messiah. The New Testament shows that in Jesus Christ, these messianic prophecies were fulfilled. In his birth, Jesus was proclaimed by the angels to be the promised Christ. Jesus met all the prophetic messianic qualifications. He was born at the right place, Bethlehem. He had the right heritage as the son of David. He met all the moral qualifications as the spotless Lamb of God. He proved to be the king, presenting unparalleled kingdom miracles. At every point in his earthly ministry, Christ fulfilled every aspect of the messianic prophecies. Well, having shown conclusively that he was the true Messiah, Jesus was then officially presented to Israel as her king in the event commonly called the triumphal entry on Palm Sunday. John 12, 12 through 15. The next day, a great multitude that had come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Then Jesus, when he had found a young donkey, sat on it. As it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. This, too, was in perfect accord and fulfillment of Messianic prophecy. Matthew 21, 4 and 5 says, All this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. The specific prophecy in view is found in the Old Testament in Zechariah 9, 9 which says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. Zechariah 9.9 was prophesied about 500 years before the time of Christ. Only God can do this. The evidence is irrefutable. Jesus is the fulfillment of the prophesied Messiah. This prophecy specifically stated how the Messiah would be presented to Jerusalem and how the people should respond. It very precisely says he would come on a donkey, and not merely a donkey, but explicitly on a young donkey called a colt. This was a young donkey that had not yet been broken in, that had never been ridden. It's important to note this was a donkey and not a horse. Riding in on a horse would have signified that Jesus was a man of war. However, the mount of a donkey signified peace. Jesus, as the Messiah, was being presented as the Prince of Peace. Jesus didn't come on this occasion on a war horse, but rather on a young donkey, symbolizing humility and peace. This was the nature of Christ's first coming. This was his royal presentation at his first coming. At his first coming, Christ came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He came presenting grace and truth. Thus he came in humility as signified in him presenting himself on the foal of a donkey. However, his second coming will be different.
Christ will then come in great power and glory. He will come as a man of war, riding on a white horse. Revelation 19. So there are two parts to this story. Part one was his first coming in humility, as seen in him riding into Jerusalem on a young donkey. Part two will be the second coming, when he comes in power, riding on a white horse. The two parts of this story are both told in Zechariah 9, separated by only one verse. Zechariah 9.9 says, and this is in relationship to his first coming, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just having salvation, lowly, and riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. Second coming, next verse, Zechariah 9.10. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The battle bow shall be cut off. He shall speak peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. His dominion shall be from sea to sea. When Jesus came to Jerusalem, all the city was moved. In Matthew 21, the people asked, Who is this? And the response was, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth of Galilee. Matthew 21, 10 and 11. So they saw Jesus as a candidate for king, and they saw him as a prophet, but what they really failed to see is that Jesus was Lord. They were crying out, Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord, but at the same time they failed to recognize him as Lord. That is the critical issue. They failed to see Jesus as the divine human Messiah. To this day, the Jews will often acknowledge Jesus as a prophet, but not as their Messiah, the exception being the converted remnant. Interestingly enough, the triumphal entry should perhaps better be called the triumphal approach or the triumphal presentation. You see, Jesus, with all this messianic fanfare, never really entered into the city properly being recognized for who he truly was. Luke 19.41 still has Jesus outside the city and weeping over it because these things were hidden from their eyes. Thus we are still awaiting the fulfillment of the king's triumphal entry into Jerusalem as prophesied in Psalm 24. In poetical terms, this psalm describes this entrance that will take place at the second coming. Psalm 24, 7-10 Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift up your everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Selah. Who is this King of glory? He is the Lord. That is Yahweh. He is Jesus. While the people cried, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord at the triumphal entry, they largely did so in ignorance. But at the second coming, they will do so with understanding. At that time, they will see Jesus as Lord. And at that time, when they say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, they will say it in the sense of recognizing Jesus as personal Lord. 
In Matthew 23, 37 through 39, Jesus said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate. For I say to you, you shall see me no more till you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Just as sure as all the Messianic prophecies concerning Christ's first coming were literally fulfilled to the letter, just as sure will those yet be fulfilled concerning his second coming. Indeed, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Even so come, Lord Jesus. Joel 2.32, it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion in Jerusalem there shall be deliverance. As the Lord said, among the remnant whom the Lord calls. And in the New Testament, Paul quotes from the Old Testament in Joel 2.32, saying in Romans 10.13, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, we thank you that uh, you indeed are the true Messiah, fulfilling all the messianic prophecies. Uh, you presented yourself as such at, at your first coming in that event we commonly call the triumphal entry. But, uh, Lord, in reality, uh, the leaders rejected you. The people in short order, uh, very fickle, uh, also cried out for you to be crucified just a few days later. And so, Lord, we see Israel did not really accept you as uh, their Messiah, as uh, the blessed Lord. Uh, they, they did not understand, they did not receive at your first coming. But, Lord, there will come a, a time when there is repentance in Israel. They will receive you. Uh, at your second coming, they will truly cry out, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, recognizing you for who you are. Lord, again, we thank you for your promise that uh, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And uh, Lord, we uh, just thank you for the truth of salvation found in Jesus Christ. Uh, indeed, the promised Messiah who came the first time to be our Savior by dying for all of our sins on the cross, rising again the third day, showing he is indeed the living Lord. Lord, give us a fruitful day for your own sake now, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.